0: net where if you mouse over the link at the, on the top menu for online edition, you will see the link to read, A-C-I-M-O-E. Also on that top uh, menu, there is a link to subscribe to an excellent daily email sent to you by the Course in Miracles Society, which contains both the workbook lesson and the text reading for the day. My name is Lemoyne Castle, and this call happens for and with you every weekday morning, Monday through Friday, from about 9.15 to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Today we're continuing our reading in Chapter 25, The Remedy, with Section 8, Commuting the Sentence. And at the top of the hour, we'll pause to touch in with our lesson for the day, lesson 271. Christ is the vision I will use today. And let's see here. I think, yeah, let me just ask my favorite question <laughs> to start the day. Lori, do you have uh, one of your. Wonderful noetic opening for the call this morning?
1: I do, Lamoy. Thanks for asking. The real simple little, uh, very simple little piece from John Rodell about Christ's vision is what, that which I will use today. It goes like this When the world goes mad, when the world goes mad, be wildly kind to everyone 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 you can't control much but you control how you treat others in these breaking news heartbreaking times when nothing feels certain let your raw kindness be a certainty allow your compassion to become a north star stamped up in the sky for others to follow back home. Yeah, Christ is the vision I will use today. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Laurie. Thank you. Beautiful.
0: Thank you.
1: Thank you, Laurie. Thank you, Laurie. You know, I mean to say, and I should say every day, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For letting me find and bring these little pieces, it's a great, great, great joy to me. So thank you. I'm complete. Thank you for doing it every day. Always beautiful and wonderful. Right. Thank you. We are so lucky. <laughs> mm,
0: thank you for sharing. It sure looks like your special function with us, Laurie. Okay, well, here's what I have for the reading list today. I have uh, Laurie, Fran, Judy, Jennifer, Harrison, Robin, Marie, Jessica, and Karen. And with us in listening, I have Patricia and Lana. Is there anyone else who's joined us who would like to read or just say good morning? Good morning, morning,
2: Wendy's
1: listening. Sandra, I can read.
0: Okay, thank you, Sandra. Welcome, Wendy. Anyone else? All right. I'm going I got
3: disconnected. Anyway, I was
0: thanking everybody.
3: I'm complete.
0: All right, Steve, thanks. You're off mute now. Uh, would you like to read this morning?
3: Uh, I'm driving. Do you think I should
0: chance it? No. Just kidding. Let's All right, be safe. Thanks for taking us with you. Okay. um, I'll go ahead and get us started. And uh, because this reading starts with the word and, I'm going to go back and read the last paragraph of uh, section seven to start. The Special Function. So from there, 49. The Holy Spirit needs your special function that his may be fulfilled. Think not you lack a special value here. You wanted it and it is given you. All that you made can serve salvation easily and well. The Son of God can make no choice the Holy Spirit cannot employ on his behalf and not against himself. Only in darkness does your specialness appear to be attacked. In light, you see it as your special function in the plan to save the Son of God from all attack and let him understand that he is safe as he has always been and will remain in time, and in eternity alike. This is the function given each of you for one another. Take it gently, then, from one another's hand, and let salvation be perfectly fulfilled in both of you. Do this one thing, that everything be given you. And today's reading, chapter 25, The Remedy, Commuting the Sentence. And if the Holy Spirit can commute each sentence that you laid upon yourself into a blessing, then it cannot be a sin. Sin is the one thing in all the world that cannot change. It is immutable, and on its changelessness, The world depends. The magic of this world can seem to hide the pain of sin from sinners and deceive with glitter and with guile. Yet each one knows the cost of sin is death, and so it is. For sin is a request for death, a wish to make this world's foundation sure as love, dependable as heaven, and as strong as God himself. The world is safe from love to everyone who thinks sin possible, nor will it change. Yet is it possible that what God created not, excuse me, yet is it possible what God created not should share the attributes of his creation when it opposes it in every way? Uh, Laurie
1: so chapter 25 the remedy section eight commuting the Sentence. and if the Holy Spirit can commute each sentence that you laid upon yourself into a blessing then it cannot be a sin sin is the one thing in all the world that cannot change it is immutable and on its changelessness the world depends The magic of the world can seem to hide the pain of sin from sinners and deceive with guilt and guile. Yet each one knows the cost of sin is death, and so it is. For sin is a request for death. A wish to make this world's foundation as sure as love, dependable as heaven, and as strong as God himself. The world is safe from love, to everyone who thinks sin possible, nor will it change. Yet, is it possible what God created not should share the attributes of his creation when it opposes it in every way? 51. It cannot be the so-called sinner's wish for death. is just as strong as God's will for life. Nor can the basis of a world he did not make be firm and sure as heaven. How could it be that hell and heaven are the same? And is it possible that what he did not will cannot be changed? What is immutable besides his will? And what can share its attributes except itself? What wish can rise against his will and be immutable? If you can realize nothing is changeless but the will of God nothing is changeless but the will of God, this course would not be difficult for you. For it is this that you do not believe. If there is nothing else you could believe, if you but looked at what it really is."
0: Thank you, Lori. And Fran?
1: 51. It cannot be the quote-unquote sinner's wish for death is just as strong as is God's will for life. Nor can the basis of a world he did not make be firm and sure as heaven. How could it be that hell and heaven are the same? And is it possible that what he did not will cannot be changed? What is immutable besides his will and what can share with attributes except itself What wish can rise against His will and be immutable? If you could realize nothing is changeless but the will of God, this course would not be difficult for you. For it is this that you do not believe. Yet there is nothing else you could believe if you but looked at what it really is. 52 Let us go back to what we said before and think of it more carefully. It must be so that either God is mad or is this world a place of madness. Not one thought of his makes any sense at all within this world. And nothing that the world believes is true has any meaning in his mind at all. What makes no sense and has no meaning is insanity. And what is madness cannot be the truth. If one belief so deeply valued here were true, then every thought God ever had is an illusion. And if but one thought of his is true, then all beliefs the world gives any meaning to are false and make no sense at all. This is the choice you make. Do not attempt to see it differently, nor twist it into something it is not. For only this decision can you make. The rest is up to God and not to you.
0: Thank you, Fran and Judy.
1: Yes, thank you, Fran. Thank you, LeMoyne. Let us go back to what we said before and think of it more carefully. It must be so that either God is mad or... Is this world a place of madness? Not one capital thought of capital his makes any sense at all within this world. And nothing that the world believes is true has any meaning in his mind, his capital mind at all. What makes no sense and has no meaning is insanity. And what is madness? cannot be the truth. If one belief so deeply valued here were true, then every capital thought God ever had is an illusion. And if but one capital thought of his is true, then all beliefs the world gives any meaning to are false and make no sense at all. This is the choice you make. Do not attempt to see it differently, nor twist it into the choice, wait, this is the choice you make. Do not attempt to see it differently, nor twist it into something it is not, for only this decision can you make. The rest is up to God, and not to you. 53. To justify one value that the world upholds is to deny your capital father's sanity and yours. For God and his beloved capital son do not think differently, and it is the agreement of their thought that makes the capital son a co-creator with the capital mind whose capital thought created him. And if he chooses to believe one thought, opposed to truth, he has decided he is not his father's son. Because the capital son is mad, insanity must lie apart from both the father and the son. This you believe. Think not that this belief depends upon the form it takes. Who thinks the world is sane in any way? is justified in anything it thinks or is maintained by any form of reason, believes this to be true. Sin is not real because the capital father and the capital son are not insane. This world is meaningless because it rests on sin. Who could create the changeless if it does not rest on truth. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Judy. And Jennifer.
4: 53. To justify
1: one value that the world upholds is to deny your father's sanity and yours. For God and his beloved son do not think differently. And it is the agreement of their thought that makes the son a co-creator with the mind whose thought created him.
4: And if he chooses to believe one thought opposed to truth, he has decided he is not his father's son because the son is mad, and sanity must lie apart from both the father and the son. This you believe. Think not that this belief depends upon the form it takes. No. Who thinks the world is sane in any way is justified in anything it thinks.
1: Or is maintained by any form of reason, believes this to be true. Sin is not real because the Father and the Son are not insane. This world is meaningless because it rests on sin. Who could create the changeless if it does not rest on truth?
4: 54. The Holy Spirit has the power to change the whole foundation of the world, you see, to something else.
1: A basis not insane, on which a
4: sane perception can be based. Another world proceeds, and one in which nothing is contradicted that would lead the Son of God to sanity and joy. Nothing attests. To death and cruelty, to separation and differences. For here is everything
1: perceived as one, and no one loses that each one may gain.
0: Thank you, Jennifer and Harrison.
3: 54, the Holy Spirit has the power to change the whole foundation of the world you see to something else, a basis not insane, on which a sane perception can be based Another world proceeds and one which nothing is contradicted that would lead the Son of God to sanity and joy. Nothing attests to death and cruelty, to separation and to differences. For here is everything received as one and all no one is that each one may gain. 55. Test everything that you believe against this one requirement and understand that everything that meets this one demand is worthy of your faith but nothing else. What is not love is sin. And either one perceives the other as insane and meaningless. Love is the basis for a world perceived as wholly mad to sinners who would be theirs is the way to sanity. But sin is equally insane within the sight of love, whose gentle eyes would look beyond the madness and rest peacefully on truth. It sees a world immutable, as each defines the changeless and eternal truth of what you are. And each reflects a view of what the Father and the Son must be to make that viewpoint meaningful and saintly.
0: Thank you, Harrison. And Robin Marie.
4: Let's see. I think I'll just read the first sentence of 54. Is that okay? And then go in. Um, is sure. that okay, LeMoyne? Uh, 54. The Holy Spirit has the power to change the whole foundation of the world you see to something else. 55. Test everything that you believe against this one requirement and understand that everything that meets this one demand is worthy of your faith, but nothing else. What is not love is sin, and either one perceives the other as insane and meaningless. Love is the basis for a world perceived as wholly mad, sinners who believe theirs is the way to sanity. But sin is equally insane within the sight of love, whose gentle eyes would look beyond the madness and rest peacefully on truth. Each sees a world immutable, as each defines the changeless and eternal truth of what you are. And each reflects a view of what the Father and the Son must be to make that viewpoint meaningful and sane 56 your special function is the special form in which the fact that god is not insane appears most sensible and meaningful to you the content is the same the form is suited to your special needs and to the special time and place in which you think you find yourself, and where you can be free of place and time, and all that you believe must limit you. The Son of God cannot be bound by time nor place, nor anything God did not will. Yet if His will is seen as madness, then the form of sanity which makes it most acceptable to those who are insane requires special choice, nor can this choice be made by the insane, whose problem is their choices are not free and made with reason in the light of sense. Could I read that last sentence again? Sure. (laughs) Nor can this choice be made by the insane, whose problem is, their choices are not free and made with reason in the light of sense. (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Robin Murray. And Jessica. Uh,
4: 56. Your special function is the special form in which the fact that God is not insane appears most sensible, and meaningful to you. The content is the same. The form is suited to your special needs and to the special time and place in which you think you find yourself and where you can be free of place and time and all that you believe must limit you. The Son of God cannot be bound by time nor place nor anything God did not will. Yet if his will is seen as madness, then the form of sanity which makes it most acceptable to those who are insane requires special choice. Nor can this choice be made by the insane, whose problem is their choices are not free and made with reason in the light of sense. 57. It would be madness to entrust salvation to the insane. Because he is not mad, has God appointed one as sane as he to raise a saner world to meet the sight of everyone who chooses insanity as his salvation. To this one is given the choice of form most suitable to him. One which will not attack the world he sees, but enter into it in quietness and show him he is mad. This one, but points to an alternative, another way of looking at what he has seen before and recognizes as the world in which he lives and thought he understood before.
0: Thank you, Jessica, and Karen.
2: 57, it would be madness to entrust salvation to the insane. Because he is not mad, as God appointed one, as sane as he, to raise a saner world to meet the sight of everyone who chose insanity as his salvation. To this one is given the choice of form most suitable to him, one which will not attack the world he sees, but enter into it in quietness and show him he is mad. This one but points to an alternative, another way of looking at what he has seen before and recognizes as the world in which he lives and thought he understood before. 58. Oh, now, nice. Excuse me. Um, please mute. 58. Now must he question this because the form of the alternative is one in which he cannot deny nor over- overlook nor fail completely to perceive at all. I'm going to read that again. Now must he question this, because the form of the alternative is one which he cannot deny, nor overlook, nor fail to complete, nor fail completely to perceive at all. To each his special function is designed to be perceived as possible and more and more desired as it proves to him that it is an alternative he really wants. From this position, does his sinfulness and all the sins he sees within the world offer him less and less until he comes to understand it cost his sanity and stands between him and whatever hope he has of being sane. Nor is he left without escape from madness, for he has a special part in everyone's escape. He can no more be left outside without a special function in the hope of peace than could the father overlook his son and pass him by in careless thoughtlessness.
0: Uh, Thank you, Karen. And Thundra.
2: 58. Now
1: must he question this because the form of the alternative is one which he cannot deny, nor overlook, nor fail completely to perceive at all.
4: To each his special function is denied to be... uh, Sorry. To each his special function is designed to
1: be perceived as possible and more and more desired as it proves to him that it is an alternative he really wants. From this position does his sinfulness and all the sin he sees within the world offer him less and less until he comes to understand its cost, it cost him his sanity and stands between him and whatever hope he has of being sane. Nor is he left without escape from madness, for he has a special part in everyone's escape. I'm going to read that again. Nor is he left without
2: escape from madness. For he has a special part in everyone's escape. He can no more be left outside without a special function
1: in the hope of peace. than could the father overlook his son and pass him by in careless thoughtlessness? 59. What is dependent? What is dependable except God's love? What is dependable except God's love? And where does sanity abide except in Him? The one who speaks for Him can show you this is the alternative. He chose especially for you. It is God's will that you remember this and so emerge from deepest mourning into perfect joy accept the function that has been assigned to you in God's own plan to show his sons that hell and heaven are different not the same and that is heaven and that in heaven they are all the same without the differences which would have made a hell of heaven and a heaven of hell had such insanity been possible
0: Thank you, Sandra. And is there a new reader for fifty nine and sixty? A new reader for fifty nine and sixty? All right, back to you, Lori. Oh, great. Fifty nine.
1: Who does dependable accept God's love? And where does sanity abide except in Him? The one who speaks for Him and show you this in the alternative that He chose especially for you. It is God's will that you remember this, and so emerge from deepest mourning into perfect joy. Accept the function that has been assigned to you in God's own plan to show His sons that Hell and heaven are different, not the same, and that in heaven they are all the same, without the differences which would have made a hell of heaven and a heaven of hell, had such insanity been possible. 60. The whole belief that someone loses but reflects the underlying tenet, God must be insane. For in this world, it seems that one must gain because another lost. If this were true, then God is mad indeed. But what is this belief, except a form of the more basic tenet, quote, Sin is real and rules the world, end quote. For every little gain must someone lose and pay exact amount in blood and suffering, for otherwise would evil triumph and destruction be the total cost of any gain at all. You who believe that God is mad, look carefully at this and understand that it must be that either God or this must be insane, but hardly both.
0: Thank you, Laurie. And
1: Sixty. The whole belief that someone loses but reflects the underlying tenet, God must be insane. For in this world, it seems that one must gain because another lost. If this were true, then God is mad indeed, but what is this belief except the form of the more basic tenet, quote, sin is real and rules the world? <clears throat> For every little gain must someone lose and pay exact amount in blood and suffering. For otherwise would evil triumph and destruction be the total cost of any gain at all. You who believe that God is mad, look carefully at this and understand that it must be that either God or this must be insane but hardly both. 61. Salvation is rebirth of the idea no one can lose for anyone to gain. And everyone must gain if anyone would be a gainer. Here is sanity restored. And on this single rock of truth and faith in God's eternal sameness, rest in perfect confidence and perfect peace. Reason is satisfied. For all insane beliefs can be corrected here. And sin must be impossible if this is true. This is the rock on which salvation rests, the vantage point from which the Holy Spirit gives meaning and direction to the plan in which your special function has a part. For here your special function is made whole because it shares the function of the
0: whole. Thank you Fran and Judy. Judy, are you on mute? It looks like you're on mute, Judy. Um I tell you what, let's go to Jennifer. Would you read All right.
1: Uh, yeah.
4: Over and out, 61: Salvation is rebirth of the idea no one
1: can lose for anyone to gain. And everyone must gain if anyone would be a gainer. here is sanity restored. And on the single rock of truth can faith in God's eternal sameness rest in perfect confidence and perfect peace.
4: Reason is satisfied, for all insane beliefs can be corrected here, and sin must be impossible if this is true. This is the
1: rock on which salvation rests, the vantage point from which
4: the Holy Spirit gives meaning and direction to the pain in which your special function has a part. For here, your special function is made whole because it shares the function of the whole. 62. Remember, all temptation is but this, a mad belief that God's insanity would make you sing and give you what you want. That either God or you must lose to madness
1: because your aims can not be reconciled. Death demands life, but life is not maintained
4: at any cost. No one can suffer for the will of God is to be fulfilled. Salvation is His will Because you share it. Not for
1: you alone, but for the self, which is the son of God. He cannot lose. For if he could, the loss would be his father's.
4: And in him, no loss is possible. And this is saying, because it is the truth.
0: Thank you, Jennifer, and uh, Barry from the pattern. And uh, I ask uh, Robin Marie, could you read 61 and 62?
4: Sure. Uh, 61. Salvation is rebirth of the idea no one can lose for everyone to gain. And everyone must gain if anyone would be a gainer. Here is sanity restored. And on this single rock of truth can faith in God's eternal saneness rest in perfect confidence and perfect peace. Reason is satisfied. For all insane beliefs can be corrected here, and sin must be impossible if this is true. This is the rock on which salvation rests, the vantage point from which the Holy Spirit gives meaning and direction to the plan in which your special function has a part. For here your special function is made whole, because it shares the function of the whole. 62. Remember, all temptation is but this, a mad belief that God's insanity would make you sane and give you what you want, that either God or you must lose to madness because your aims cannot be reconciled. Death demands life, but life is not maintained at any cost. No one can suffer for the will of God to be fulfilled. Salvation is His will because you share it, not for you alone, but for the self, which is the Son of God. He cannot lose, for if he could, the loss would be his father's, and in him no loss is possible. And this is sane, because it is the truth.
0: Thank you, Robin Marie.
1: I'm back, LeMoyne. I'm sorry I had to jump up, jump off the call for a minute. Can I read 62, yeah. please? Sure. Oh, I didn't know if you did it already. 62.
0: Um, yeah, it would be the third time. But we oh. did 61 three times, and... I was about to read part of 62 as a summary, so please go ahead.
1: Okay, thank you. Remember, all temptation is but this, a mad belief that God's insanity would make you sane and give you what you want, that either God or you must lose to madness because your aims cannot be reconciled. Death demands life, but life is not maintained at any cost. No one can suffer for the will of God to be fulfilled. Salvation is his will because you share it, not for you alone, but for the capital self, which is the capital son of God. He cannot lose, for if he could... The loss would be his father's, and in him no loss is possible. And this is sane because it is the truth. Amen.
0: Thank you, Judy. And (laughs) just one more time to emphasize it here. Salvation is his will because it is shared, not for you alone, but for the self which is the Son of God. He cannot lose, for if he could, the loss would be his father's, and in him no loss is possible. And this is saying because it is the truth.
1: Amen. Thank you.
0: And um, it's <laughs> past the top of the hour, so uh, I'd la- I ask everyone to give their attention to Fran as she uh, le- <laughs> leads us in remembering the lesson for the day over to you, friend. Thank you.
1: Thank, Thank you. Hi, everybody. We are in the second part of the workbook and we have a new theme today. What is the Christ? And today we have lesson 271. Christ is the vision I will use today. So I shall read some from what is the Christ and then we will go over to our lesson and then do our five minute practice. Okay, what is the Christ? Wow, what a question. (laughs) Christ is God's son as he created him. He is the self we share, uniting us with one another and with God as well. He is the thought which still abides within the mind that is his source. Christ is the link. It keeps you one with God and guarantees that separation is no more than an illusion of despair for hope forever will abide in him he is the part in which God answers God's answer lies home of the Holy Spirit and at home of God alone does Christ remain at peace within the heaven of your holy mind This is the only part of you that has reality and truth. The rest is dreams. The Holy Spirit reaches from the Christ in you to all your dreams and bids them come to him to be translated into truth. And how long will this holy face be seen when it is but the symbol that the time for learning now is over And the goal of the atonement has been reached at last. So therefore, let us seek to find Christ's face and look on nothing else. Now we will go over to the lesson. Lesson 271. Christ is the vision I will use today. Each day, each hour, every instant, Each day, each hour, every instant, okay, someone needs to mute. Each day, each hour, every instant, I am choosing what I want to look upon, the sounds I want to hear, the witnesses to what I want to be the truth for me. Today, I choose to look upon what Christ would have me see, to listen to God's voice and seek the witnesses to what is true in God's creation. In Christ's sight, the world and God's creation meet. And as they come together, all perception disappears. His kindly sight redeems the world from death, for nothing that he looks on but must live, remembering the Father and the Son, Creator and creation unified. Father, Christ's vision is the way to you. What He beholds invites your memory to be restored to me. In this, I would choose to be what I would look upon today. Lesson 271: Christ is the vision I will use today. Five minutes. Hi,
4: is the floor open?
0: We're still in the lesson meditation, Ada.
4: Okay.
1: Lesson two seventy one. Christ is the vision I will use today. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thanks, Fran. Thank you, Fran. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you, Fran. Hi, Ida. Hi, I wondered where you were. Glad to
4: hear you. I'm glad to hear you, too. I was on the other call, but my phone wasn't letting me be heard. So I was too tired of hanging up and calling back, so I just left it on like that. And just listen.
2: Good morning. Uncle, this please. Song... Oh. <laughs> um, Go ahead, this is song... <laughs> thanks, Ida. Um,
1: you know, what is the Christ? I will to be the Christ here on earth, to bring in a world unseen, unheard, yet truly there. And that requires my imagination. And what is the Christ? Christ is the son as the son Christ is God's son as he created him I am the Christ completely united completely protected under no laws but God He is the self we share uniting us with one another and with God as well that's so amazing So I am the Christ here on earth and 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 my job is is happiness. God's will for me as the Christ, as God's son, as a thought in the mind of God is, is happiness and joy. And I've been programmed to think that that I'm not a cherished son of God or daughter of God, that I'm a sinner. And so okay if i take on that identity all kinds of guilt you're a sinner you're guilty right so then there's all kinds of guilt and that makes me prime ripe for slavery and exploitation (laughs) because after all i'm a sinner so so you can abuse me you can do it you know i'm guilty because to take on that identity of being a sinner means i'm guilty and to take on guilt means I'm going to be people pleasing, doing all kinds of stuff that doesn't make me happy, because because I'm guilty, and I better do it because that's what I'm programmed to do. I better give a lot of money because I'm guilty. I better I better be exploited because I'm guilty. I better not accept God's plan exactly the way it is as my way to salvation because which is whatever circumstance I'm in, because I'm guilty. I can't do that. So the vision of Christ for me, Christ is the vision I will use today, is that God's plan for me is perfect happiness. And I take that seriously, and I'm going to do today what makes me happy. I'm complete. That was very complete. Thank you, Sandra.
4: Great. Yeah,
1: Sandra it was yeah. great. Oh. Thank you, Sandra.
4: Well, that made me happy. Thanks, Sandra. A little bit earlier, I was having a kind of a ego attack. <laughs> um, and um, I kept saying this crisis division I will use today. And I also had some coffee in my meds and I think that, and got on this call and all that helped.
1: Um, I was worried that I was going to feel like that all day. So I'm glad that I don't. And it's, it's getting better. And I'm complete. Thanks. Oh, well, that's good to hear, Ida. Thank you. Uh, yeah, good to hear. It. Thank you.
4: Hi, this is Robin Marie, and uh, I missed yesterday. I had a birthday yesterday, and it was fantastic. My son and his partner were over-the-top kind to me. All my coworkers were kind to me. Every one of my family said happy birthday, and I just uh, feel so blessed. And I, you know, my son took me to Navarro. He was saying that, oh, we don't have any traditions, and... So he started a tradition that we're going to Navarro Beach every birthday, every time I turn a year older. And um, he did that last year with me also. And it's really, absolutely wonderful. Overflowing with love, sending it out to you guys.
1: Oh, happy birthday. And that was beautiful, Robin Marie um kindness reflecting kindness i'm sure thank you thank perfect happy
2: thank you robin thank you robin marie for sharing your joy happy birthday thanks guys
4: Karen, I'm going to be thinking about, is this your little sister who's,
2: who's wanting um, mom to come home to her house? Yes, the one that lives in Fort Bragg. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really, I, I'm going to be thinking about that, sending really good energy toward that, because that would be incredibly wonderful. So. She just My okay. mother just has to have the strength to get on the plane.
4: Yeah, you know, okay. That's it. Yeah, thank you. It used to be that um, someone from the airline would accompany somebody younger or somebody handicapped or whatever on the plane and, uh, and to the destination. As far as I know, they might still do that. Karen, so I just wanted to mention that if that helps oh, at thank all. thank
2: you, Ida. My You're sister's welcome. in a position to fly with her. She can fly with her, so she can do that, oh, but good. my mother has to, she has to be well enough, you know, to sit up for seven or eight hours, whatever it takes, ten hours. Uh, yeah. I'm complete.
4: Well, no, I, I want saw somebody on a plane that was on a gurney on the plane. So I don't know what's possible, but I know I've seen that at least once. Maybe it was on T V or something, uh but not a fiction show on nonfiction, you know. So different things may be possible.
1: I'm Thank complete. You. Thank
2: you.
4: You're welcome.
1: Thank you for your shares. Happy birthday, Robin Marie. I. Um, good morning, everyone. It's Jude. I have, um, you know, looking at the reviews of the lessons that we're on now and the the topics, the ideas, the thoughts that we've been given in doing the daily lessons. And the first one being salvation, the second being forgiveness, the third being the world. And the fourth being the body and then coming to this beautiful beautiful what is the christ what is it we are in truth and what is truth is sanity and what is the world and the body and images and the dream and what is not true and the difference between what is the truth and sanity and what is not true and it's insanity um, is really brought home to me today in the reading from the text that um, I have one decision to make, that I see with Christ consciousness and awareness of how God created me to be purely spirit and mind, that I wi- will to see only the spirit and not the body. I choose vision over perception. I choose Forgiveness or non-judgment, radical acceptance of everything as being an idea in the mind of God, no, way, no matter how it seems to be or appears to be, that it's all united in a state of grace and holy and perfectly protected from harm or change. It cannot be diminished nor nor in, increased by that thereby its it's, 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 one, it's oneness is its own perfection. And that I am. Those sacred words, I am that. I am everything in that oneness. I share that oneness. When I say I am, be still and know I am, knowing the truth of who I am and what I am. That everywhere I go, I am one with everything I see. Because it is a part of me. There are no parts in oneness. And what is the same cannot be different. What Christ's vision sees is only Himself, capital Himself, the one Spirit, the one mind. Formless, changeless, perfect joy, perfect happiness. It's immutable. It's undisturbable. The peace that, of God that is the oneness of itself is not deceived by perception of form. So letting go, I was thinking this morning that, and I'll finish with this, that the art of living is the art of loving, that I'm an expression of love itself, that I see everything as an expression of love itself. The call for love to love, to me, to be myself, to love everything as love itself. And the art of living is the art of loving, and it's the art of losing. And here's where I want to finish with this rap about. There is no loss in God. We think of loss from a personal, personal point of view, a personal perspective that everything that I'm losing is a crisis, is a disaster. I can lose my home. I can lose my health. I can lose my body. I can lose my friends. These are all personal perceptions. It's not a knowing of who I am, but it's a perception of an image of a personal self. So when all images are laid by, when all concepts of a personal self are let go and lost. I can lose my personal self and find my true self, in which I cannot lose anything. So the art of love, the art of living, is the art of losing. (laughs) And losing myself in this world is not to lose anything at all, because it is nothing. It is a dream. It's an illusion. We need to wake up, wake up, and know the truth of who we are today. with this, I will say i I know I am complete. Amen Thank you, Judy. Very lovely.
4: See, Fran, I wanted to say that um, I moved to an assisted living center this week. So I can't always get on the first
1: part of the call because I'm just busy with other things at that time. Like they might be doing breakfast or, you know, different stuff like that. So I just wanted to explain if you don't hear me on the first part of the call, or any of the call. Um, that's why it's not that I don't want to be. Thank you. I'm complete. Oh, thank, thank you, you Ida. Uh, yeah. Come when you can. Yeah. That's right. I will. I will. Thanks, Ida. This is Sondra, really quick. I just something just popped in my mind that God's plan for me is perfect happiness, and that oh, um, well, guess what? It just popped out of my mind. <laughs> I'm complete. Well, I remembered, and happiness is a decision. <laughs> that was what I wanted to say. That for me to be happy, I have to make a decision. be happy. I'm complete. Good point. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. After all, I don't want to disappoint God.
3: Good morning, it's Harrison. Pardon my voice. i have to wait. Thank you. Thank you, Harrison, for
1: your expression Thank you, of will. Yes. Thank you.
3: By virtue of his thought, and that thought he gave all of the attributes of himself or itself. And so we splintered that thought into millions and millions of pieces when we accepted an idea that was foreign to God, had nothing to do with God. That we could be individuals, separate entities with separate lives. And God had another thought that gave us the Holy Spirit and Christ to counter our thought, our own belief that we could be separate from God. But we never separated from God. And the Christ symbolizes the truth of who we are. And today's lesson says that if I use Christ vision, then I am using the vision that God gave to me in my creation, and what that vision sees, quote-unquote, because we're not talking about the eyes here, what that vision sees is the Christ in each of us. What that vision sees is God's one Son, That Christ and each of us is God's one son. And when we come to the realization that the Christ is who I am, the Christ is my reality. When I accept that totally and completely. And what that means that is that the the cares and the concerns of the world and of my quote unquote individual self I give over to the Holy Spirit, and I choose to use Christ's vision to look on everything, (laughs) to look on myself, my family, my tended family and the world, when I use Christ's vision says what he beholds invites your God's memory to be restored to me. And this, I choose to be what I would look upon today. I correct my mistake. I've looked on the body and made it real. I've looked on the world of form and made it real. Believed in what I saw. And although my eyes still see the body, still see the world of form, it's now with a different interpretation. I choose Christ's vision. And when I do, the awareness of my true self, of who I am, is restored to me. Christ is the vision I will use to say, I'm complete. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Harrison. Yeah, thank you for all that. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Harrison.
4: Thank you, Harrison.
1: Great clarity. I'm really taken by the reading from the text that it speaks of the way Christ's vision sees and the way God sees it's one and the same, and that it sees only attributes that are like itself, that Christ cannot see sin, Christ cannot see the body, um, and that that's the, that's the difference, the difference between vision and perception. But we do have to make that decision, the choice to see my brother sinless or without judgment, Um, not as a body, not as what he says or does, or judge him as an image, what the world would make of us or teach us. You know, that that is what salvation and forgiveness means to me, that I don't accept the world's teaching of an egoic self seeking to find itself in the world any longer is the truth of who I am. I'm not my body, I'm not a personal self. I certainly have one playing a role in a dream, but that's not the truth of who I am. It's just a it's just a an image on a screen. But we are the light through the projectors of this dream. We are the dreamer of the dream and the the course is trying to teach me how from the dream and know that I am Christ consciousness itself. That Judy is an expression of God's love. Right. The one son of the one son of God, the one mindedness of God. Judy and everyone else included equally, evenly, with perfect love distributed equally and evenly throughout all of it, and that to judge it is impossible, to judge any part of it is impossible. I can only know it by loving it and understanding it as an expression of my own one-minded Father Creator's mind as one with me. This seeing innocence through innocence's eyes, seeing happiness through happiness's eyes, seeing joy through joy, joyful eyes, seeing holiness through holiness's eyes, that the capital itself sees only itself as one and whole and complete, perfect purity, perfect holiness, perfect changelessness in a constant state of ever expressing itself. Always been here, always is, and always will be. And who knows where the world's going to go or how the world outside is an expression will change when we learn to look upon it this way without attacking it, without destroying it, without wanting to kill it. Amen. I'm complete. Thank you, Judy. Yeah, thank you, Judy.
0: Thank you, Judy.
1: Good morning, everyone. This is Lori. And, um, Comdiane in the sentence in the sentence don't you just love that title? Commuting in the Sentence. i i've um, I haven't talked to like bazillions of Course in Miracles students or anything, uh, but I follow some Facebook pages that are helpful. People share about their experience of the course and um and where they're at in its um in its direction. And I really enjoy that because it lets me look on my own um seeming progress or lack of progress. You know, we're we're um we're enjoined in this work not to judge ourselves. not to judge ourselves not to fight with yourself um, is another familiar thing that you'll recognize and um, and and I've heard so many people um, describe this common experience of having had a holy instant or uh, a revelation of truth uh, arise is an entirely open mind and, and a knowingness that's suddenly there of holiness and salvation. And then life intervenes, <laughs> or it seems as if life intervenes. And that's kind of the way I'm reading uh, what he's talking about in paragraph 57 through 60, uh, the description of a trajectory. Um, of understanding uh so many people describe it as sudden and gradual or sudden and then uh confusion or uh sudden revelation and then um uh, happiness falling away to um lack of recognition and um and that was my own experience you know uh, long years of just really profound happiness and peace and joy and and then life intervenes to um, to uh, make me feel as if I've lost contact with the reality as it was revealed to me Um, but he redeems us of that you know, um, I'm reminded of something in Chapter 31, I think, that lessons are... Um, the situations presented once again so that where you made a faulty choice, you could make a different one this time and have a different experience as a result of a different choice. And to me... Um, I've said many times, course in miracles is about unlearning. But um, as it, as unlearning goes along, so does learning happen. And um, time seems to be involved in that. He talks about it in um, manual for teachers. How are healing and atonement related? And right off the bat, he says. Um, you it's relatively rare that someone understand immediately what atonement is and that it's applicable in every single situation that you and i are one and love is what unites us and our common souls understanding of each other is what um, forms the basis of our relationship in the sonship holiness to holiness love to love That's relatively rare it's more often that that revelation comes and then life intervenes and all kind of decisions have to be made and it turns out that the redemption or the discovery of the inclusiveness of the atonement um, for so many people myself included um, is a process whereby A situation occurs and I would formerly have uh, chosen to see that as an event for me to judge and feel separate from but now I see it as an opportunity to bless and experience the miracle of forgiveness and as I do that more and more often it, it becomes a trajectory and that's what he's talking about when he says special function the um the thing that calls to me on the basis of these former bad decisions now being presented once again so i can make a different choice every minute every hour every second every however it's you know the way fran read it in the lesson i'm making that choice and after a while i discover something kind of amazing um i'm not being asked to judge myself but i'm being asked to see uh, almost like a rearview mirror Um, gee whiz Uh, i'm making different choices how about that i'm noticing Um, different things happen as a consequence of different choices. And I start to realize it's really true, that perception is a result and not a cause. It's a result. What I see is a result of the changes that take place in my mind. Those areas where before I was confused I asked for guidance and as a consequence of guidance I have a different experience and after a while I realized that my experiences are dependent upon the way I see things and I'm more and more motivated to see things differently and make those same choices in order that I can have different experiences To me, that's the blessing of the special function. It's designed specifically for me. The Holy Spirit chose this for me, knowing that this is what my true will is and um And after I go through this period of making different choices and having different results, I realize that oh. Uh, suddenly there's a continuity in my life you know events that seemed meaningless and unconnected to each other um, suddenly are changed they're not changed my mind is changed progressively I release more and more of my mistaken ideas and by virtue of forgiveness and the miracle I start to um, realize there's a place for me in this plan and I love this place because this place results in better outcomes I'm seeing differently the effects of my mind change are revealed to me in the world and it's more and more goodness it's more and more better it's more and more and more and more (laughs) you know um, I I love that in this plan in God's plan for salvation the sentence is progressively commuted as I learn how forgiveness applies to more and more things It, it was a long time before I realized that forgiveness can even apply to the body in a way that um i see it differently and i use it differently and have different experiences with it as a consequence that's the kind of inclusion that grows out of uh, finding and fulfilling my role in this plan and then by continuity in my life what i mean is those experiences Way back when, I now see differently as part of this plan to integrate not just creation but to integrate my own mind and my own experiences. This is perfect. Everything that went before turns out to have been perfect because it became usable. Just like he says in that first sentence, the Holy Spirit can commute all of that stuff that I thought was so horrible into a particular sort of blessing that I can turn out to share. Isn't this a great plan? You know? Um, I I love that time uh, can disappear in this way as more continuity is experienced in my life. The notion that uh, it took, um, the notion that I'm moving through time turns into something a little bit different, like time is moving through me, as I become more integrated and find more meaning in those things that formerly I considered to be horrible have now been turned into a blessing by virtue of the fact that I learned something from them that I can share, that I can bless someone with, a particular blessing, because it turned out to be a particular blessing to me. This trail of miracles uh, gives meaning to this whole thing that seems to have been time, me moving through, rather it moving through me. I. I don't know that i'm saying that as well as i hope to but the rear view mirror direction shows me that something wonderful has happened to my mind as a, as a consequence of that happening in my mind i now have a different view of everything and the view of everything turns out to be perfect because why because it has meaning my special function gives me meaning and provides me with continuity that allows me to see all of God's plan is and has been perfect for me and for the way Holy Spirit can use it to bless the sonship. Now I understand what it means when he says the Holy Spirit chose this for me. If you will consider, he says, how carefully the preparations have been made, you will see that all of what you consider to have been uh, wrong, bad, unholy, profane, um, a mistake, all of it has been turned into a blessing. And that blessing is the continuity in your life and the healing that you can share with the sonship and it's never-ending. One day I walked down my stairs. You know, I talk about liminal experience, as if it's walking through uh, a doorway. And one day I was walking down the stairs and it occurred, I mean, you know, these thoughts that come up, you know, you don't think them, but they come to you. And the thought came to me. My eternal soul Uh, has been integrating uh, for a long time. And it's really wonderful to know. I mean, know with certainty that everything my soul has... Learn's not the right word. Everything my soul has assimilated into blessing is eternal and will always be part of me. This is, to me, the trajectory of the atonement that um, gives eternal meaning to this adventure that the Holy Spirit has chosen for me. I came with a purpose. I came with a purpose. Isn't that so much more um, awesome? And I had a tiny mad idea. (laughs) I came with a purpose to resolve that problem. I'm complete. Oh, thank you so much, Lori. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. Thank you,
2: Lori. I love your purpose. It was
1: quite glorious. Thank you, Lori. Great share, Lori. We are the created and the creator. <laughs> is there a bigger miracle? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty awesome stuff. Yeah. I just love that part that you shared about what a great plan it is to the awareness of who we are, um, the way that you spoke of your experience in, in using vision to look at um, ourselves, our bodies, and that intimacy um, with pain that I've had has really brought um, the, the idea, the capital idea or the capital thought of who I am and God so much more intimately close to me. your near, nearest and dearest of what I can imagine is the truth in me. And, um, you know, that the, the body is, is, is secondary, the, the pain or, or any of the experiences, be they happiness or joyful or, or painful and appearing as crises or disasters, that they're all um, merely temporaneous. Experiences in time, but the glory of it all is, and the wonder of it all is, when you, when we really see it um, o- with an open mind and an open heartedness that encompasses all of it as being one. That um, you know is it's is the real beauty of it. The beauty, the ab- absolute capital beauty of it. It it is a glorious. A glorious thing. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Judy.
0: And thank you, Lori. (laughs) Thank you, Lord.
3: Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Judy.
0: So, that, yeah. Thanks again, Barry. This thing is uh, keeping me on my toes here. It, what you you pointed out something that it's uh, <laughs> one of my favorite quotes. So I I sort of knew where it was. Looked it up easily. Uh, that is from th- chapter thirty-one. Um, I'll just read a little, little bit there and advise that this is, to me, this is from the last section of the book, choose once again, this choice um, is the choice he's referring to in uh, in the middle of this section we read today. And the choice is is but this, you choose once again if you would take your place among the saviors of the world or would remain in hell and hold your brothers there. For Christ has come and he is asking this. And then, you know, back to the quote-unquote reality of this, quote, this world, (laughs) right, where... In another paragraph down, it says, Trials are but lessons which you failed to learn presented once again, so where you made a faulty choice before, you can now make a better one and thus escape all pain which what you chose before has brought to you. In every difficulty, all distress, and each perplexity, Christ calls to you and gently says, my brother, my sister, choose again. He would not leave one source of pain unhealed, nor any image left to veil the truth. He would remove all misery from you, whom God created altars unto joy. He would not leave you comfortless, alone in dreams of hell, but would release your minds from everything that hides his face from you. His holiness is yours because he is the only power that is real in you. His strength is yours because he he is the self that God created as his only son. And uh, another way of in this choice is we always choose between our weakness, believing we're alone, and the strength of Christ in you. And that is what, I believe that is exactly what's presented here, where he, in 54, where it says, the Holy Spirit has the power to change the foundation of the world you see to something else. A basis not insane, on which a sane perception can be based, another world perceived, and then it will <laughs> that then fade into heaven. And this in this one, this one basis, everything will lead the Son of God to sanity and joy. Here is everything perceived as one, and not one loses so that each one may gain. And it says clearly, test everything you believe against this one requirement of oneness and understand that everything that meets this one demand is worthy of your faith, but nothing else. And, yeah, I've, uh, I've let me just step into a little bit of personal share. I've been struggling with a judgment that self-judgment carried for, I don't know, I've, want to reduce it the death it's like fifty seven years or something and uh you know, it it leads to life itself being a a trial you know it all be, it all becomes difficult within that judgment that it's only that judgment can only be true if I am separate if I am singular and worthy of any judgment except the God's final judgment (laughs) which I believe is pronounced the creation that it's all one and it is all an expression of his love and you know instead of testing everything against my judgment made in weakness when the world seemed to crash in on me um, and me being alone then uh, instead of testing everything that way you know um, test everything again in in the perception that all is one, and whatever that judgment you know whatever doesn't fit like that judgment I made, it just I need to just accept that it's insanity. you know God is not mad i've been I've been insane in clinging to that old rugged cross, if you will. But God is not a same, you know. So, um, and choose again not to indulge in defense against a weakness and seek to correct things outside myself to fit that weakness. Uh, Choose again the strength of Christ, which says it's all one. and. You know, if it, whatever difficulties or trials or perplexities we have together, they can be solved. And, or released, and, um, a seemingly new world found that is really just the way it has always been created and held in God's love. And I'm complete. And uh, it's late enough, I think, I'll just end the recording here.
1: It's a beautiful share, I must say. Thank you.
0: call will continue. Well, thank you, Lori, for uh, that question was like, this question and in the middle, just test, test everything you believe against this one requirement of unity before running off on some mad belief and seeking to correct things outside myself when I know what forgiveness is, the relinquishment of judgment. (laughs) Anyway, I'm complete if I can, there it is, find the button. I'll end the recording here, but not the call.
2: Thanks, Lemoyne. That was so good to hear. Me too. Yeah. Thanks, Lemoyne.
3: Uh, Sheridan, I'm gonna be leaving today for a 14-day cruise in the Mediterranean. So.
4: Oh wow! uh, Oh.
3: I don't know if I can connect on the call, but uh, if I do, I will see you guys on, oh, not sure Um, which date, I think it will be the 16th. Of October when I'm next on the call. So, as you uh, do your thing, think of me.
1: Oh, God, yes. (laughs) We will. How beautiful for you. Really? That's marvelous. Thank you, Harrison. And it's good yes. to know that you'll be missing uh, for a really beautiful
0: thing. So. Mhm. Exactly. Thank you. Thanks thank for, thank for telling us, Harrison. Harrison.
2: Yeah, we're with you.
0: I'm glad we thank caught that all. on the recording. Yeah. Huh? I'm glad we caught that on the recording.
3: Oh, I didn't know so we, did any... that we caught. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so that anybody who follows it this 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 far will know what happened to Harrison for the next couple of weeks. <laughs>
4: yeah. He's not bad
3: at us. Missing in
2: action. <laughs>
4: uh,
1: double O Harrison.
0: <laughs> I keep failing.